Good morning, dear ones. We are most gratified to be speaking with you once again. Today we will begin with a question. Uh, we will not spend too much time on the question itself, but we will use it as something of a springboard into other subjects. So, may we hear the question, please? What do stargates have to do with ascension? So, the question is, what do stargates have to do with ascension? Uh, well, our initial answer is not much. <coughs> not directly, anyway. Uh, of course... We are all one. Everything is interconnected, absolutely. So everything has to do with everything. Uh, very briefly, stargates, as they are depicted in the human realm, uh, in the third dimension, both in science fiction and uh, in the third dimensional scientific community, really are not accurate, cannot be accurate. Uh, there are some lower vibrational uh, species who have higher technology than those on Earth, uh, who have more advanced methods of space travel, One could not really say they use stargates as people understand them, but they do have advanced methods of space travel, uh, which do entail overcoming to some degree what humans would consider limitations of time and space, which are very strictly limitations of third and fourth dimension. But re these really don't have anything to do with one's ascension process. The higher one's frequency or dimension, of course, the higher your, your consciousness rises in frequency, the more you're able to transcend all limitations of concept, such as time and space and dimensions, So the highest vibrational beings can be anywhere, anytime, simply with the desire to do so in the multiverse. No need for stargates or wormholes. 
and that is where you're headed if you wish to be. But for 99% of you, actually considerably more than 99% of you, this all begins with letting your consciousness rise up out of the quagmire and the quicksand of the third dimension where you're stuck, temporarily stuck. We use the word stuck because the appearances all around you still seem so real. Both Jesus and Buddha came to earth to have the human experience and ascend. And their intention and their experience was to have the full experience of doing this. So they just just didn't come and leave and have a good time. They came leaving higher self, so to speak, behind. They came accruing karma. They came in two different cultures. The Buddha was born in a very wealthy family. He was a prince. He had everything anyone could possibly want. He didn't have to work a day in his life if he didn't want to. Jesus was born into a relatively poor family. He wasn't born into poverty. But his family did not have a place to live when he was born. He was on the road. He wouldn't start, his family was not starving to death, but they didn't have it easy either. They were both born into well-set traditions, religiously, socially. They both, as humans do, went through a period of attempting to follow those traditions and religions. They both made decisions to leave those, say, well, this isn't, this doesn't ring true for me I'm going to find my own truth. The Buddha abandoned. He left his wife. He left left his life of luxury. Just walked away from it. 
and tried all sorts of things. He tried being an aesthetic. That's where you give up, you starve yourself and give up all worldly things. And, and that didn't work. He tried a few other things. Those didn't work. Finally, he settled on what he called the middle way, and he meditated, and he meditated, and he meditated, and he meditated. He meditated on the essence of everything and everyone. He meditated on the essence of the trees he sat under, the ground he sat upon. More than anything, he meditated on the essence of himself. What is this? What's under this? What's behind it? What is the essence of this thing, this body, this whatever it is? And Jesus did the same thing. Many of you have heard of the lost years of Jesus. He just disappeared for a decade or so. And he went to the East. He studied under, he studied under Eastern teachers, <clears throat> tried many different things, and he too meditated in the same way. They were both seeking truth. What's it all about? What is the essence of everything? What is the essence of everyone? Not only of life, but of the ground I'm sitting on the rock I'm looking at, this body I'm in. Is there a soul in it? Is there a something deeper in it? What is it? What's the essence of it? And in these meditations, there were, for both, there was the discovery of interconnection. Oh my God, it's all the same. We're all the same. The essence of all of this, and we're putting words in their mouths of here. We're trying to give you the essence of what they were saying. We're not saying they use these words, but they both discovered the sameness of everything, that there was a force, a love, a source energy that was so pure in its love that was everything. 
And it was that realization that led them to what you'll say, their enlightenment. It wasn't just the awareness of it. It wasn't like, oh, wow, that's cool. They became it. When Buddha sat under the Bodhi tree and touched the earth, all the multiverse flowed through him. He was that, and that was him. When Jesus worked his miracles, that times were very different back in the times of Jesus than in the times of Buddha. Kali Yuga was much less pronounced and deep. The energies on earth were higher, and it was much easier to do this kind of thing. When, as, and we've said this before. When Jesus healed somebody, he woke them up. He moved something in them. He put them in alignment with source energy that was already there. He didn't heal anything. He woke them up. And they each went about their business, teaching in different ways, in different cultures. As you know, Jesus told people, you are the light of the world. The kingdom of heaven is within you. What you do to the least of me, you do to me. So We often speak of going out into the world, seeing the face of Jesus, seeing the face of Buddha, seeing your own face, meditating. Here we're suggesting really committing some serious meditation 
This is the time to do this. The energy of the planet has already shifted to higher than the time of Jesus and Buddha. But way beyond that. It just doesn't look like it. It doesn't feel like it yet. Because so much energy by those who are desperately backed into a corner and struggling to survive and hang on to what they once controlled. So we urge you once again do not buy into the world of appearance. Sit down quietly, go within, and start looking for the essence of whatever it is you want to see the essence of. Yourself, your children, whoever it is you don't like, your driveway. It doesn't matter. Go deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper and deeper. When you get to the subatomic level, look deeper. It's great if you can find someone to do this with, a soulmate. friend this will not happen very often there really is no such thing as the one Virtually all of you have been around for time out of mind. All of you have had relationships over countless lifetimes which have been amazing and a lot more that have not been amazing. You all have people out there who you may or may not connect with who are potential soulmates 
times are changing so fast now, consciousness in each individual is changing so fast now that someone who is a spiritual soulmate a few lifetimes ago can be either way ahead of you or way behind you. We don't like speaking in these terms, ahead, behind, but we, we will for now. Please don't wait for anything or anybody. You do not need anything or anyone to awaken and to ascend. In fact, waiting for such a thing will only hold you back. Again, there are lots of, we've been speaking about this more often lately, there are a lot of teachers and false teachers, a lot of people promising all sorts of techniques and devices, energy devices, all sorts of things. None of them will really do anything except distract you. Because it, because it is your consciousness that is ascending. Nothing can affect your consciousness but you and occasionally a teacher teacher cannot carry you to ascension or enlightenment. A teacher sometimes can give you awarenesses. A teacher sometimes can help you let go of beliefs. As we keep saying to you, if you have a belief, let it go. No belief in the third dimension is valid as we tell you week after week. Every belief is traceable back to another belief, is traceable back to another belief, which is third dimensional.
are source being, you are infinite being. That's the only truth you need to know. You are absolute, unconditional, undying love, your source being. And we're going to keep reminding you of it until you get it. Are there any questions? Very well. Until next week, please remember you may email your questions to askangels11 at gmail.com please remember we are with you always we love you without ceasing